0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. I'm Art Regner. This is episode 185. And as always, I want to remind you that the Red and White Authority is presented by Labatt Blue. Whether it's winter, spring, summer, or fall, what better way to end your hard-earned day of work and maybe even leisure, who knows? But you got to end the day with that ice-cold, frothy Labatt Blue. It is the official Canadian beer of the Detroit Red Wings, and we do ask that you drink our premium beer Responsibly. With that said, let's bring in our guest, and it is Red Wing goaltender or Red Wing prospect goaltender, Sebastian Costa joins us. Sebastian, how are you?
1: Good, Art. How are you
0: doing? I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, I feel since the day you were drafted, and I talked to you far too long because they're still mad at me uh, on that night, but there's just something about you that just breeds not only is it confidence, but it's you, are you you kind of love life right sebastian i mean you're just a guy that uh, seems to take it as it comes and maybe that's why you're a goaltender
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah i appreciate that but yeah very very confident in myself and um yeah kind of just try and take it day by day um, you know never you never know what's going to happen tomorrow so um you know just take it in stride
0: well you know you had a big day uh on the uh, i believe it was the 27th of uh Uh, of September here, Tuesday in Pittsburgh, where you made your NHL debut uh, against a Penguins team that was stacked. I I believe they had 14 regulars in that lineup. Uh, You came in the second half of the game, played almost 30 minutes. Uh, I'm kind of curious, what was that experience like? Was that, uh, is it everything you dreamed of? Or are you thinking, yeah, it was cool. I mean, it's an NHL game. Don't get me wrong. And the Penguins were stacked, as you said, but I'm waiting for the big show when the games really count
1: <laughs> um no definitely it was uh you know i think it was it was probably up there for for one of the best hockey experiences of my life um you know i think just the the entire day you know heading from from morning to skate you know getting on the bus and you know taking taking a plane to a game which is obviously uh rare to me and take normally taking uh, a bus um so obviously that was pretty cool and then you know, getting to the rink i've never been to pittsburgh before so going to that city and um no, yeah, kinda like you said, um, you know, going there and, and playing against, you know, Crosby Malkin, and uh, you know with Tang, um, Gensel, you know. There's uh a lot of a lot of really good hockey players over there and, and some guys that I've been watching for, for my entire life. So um, you know, this was a, it was a really cool experience and um, you know, something that I'm that I'm never gonna forget for sure.
0: Well, yeah, I, I'm curious. I mean, I I know the players kinda talk on the ice and I don't know how much opportunity um, that the Penguins had to interact with you. But, you know, they know that, uh, uh, you know, certainly uh, you're, you're, you're a high-end prospect. Uh, you're, you're, you're a name in this league. You've made a name for yourself in the junior ranks with, uh, with Edmonton. Uh, do they try to talk trash to you? Do they welcome you to the league? Uh, because, you know, you're, you're part of a unique fraternity, obviously, uh, you know, on the cusp of being an NHL player.
1: Uh, no, no, no chirping out there. Um, uh, no, they, they weren't really around the net too much. Um, you know, I'm sure a couple, uh, a couple of players, you know, maybe if they're lined up on a face-off in their facade, maybe they, they chat with them, but, um, no, no chirping up the up and up for them.
0: What, what was it like to, to be there? Because it's a unique situation. Pittsburgh has an almost everyday lineup and the Red Wings have a lineup of uh, of high-end talent, much like yourself, that are still trying to prove themselves or veterans kind of like a Philip Sedina or Michael Rasmussen who's trying to build off last year's uh, a, a strong second half. Uh, do you guys communicate, or when you're in the room and you're looking at each other before you take the ice, is they like, okay, boys, let's go out there. I don't care if it's the Pittsburgh Penguins or you know, the high school team down the street. We're, we're here to take care of
1: business. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, we, we go there and, and, you know, it doesn't matter who we have in the lineup or really them, you know, we're going there and we try and play our game and, you know, just outwork them. You know, I think we, we did that and, you know, we got the win obviously. So, you know, I think, yeah, obviously it's, it's preseason, but yeah, like you said, there's a lot of guys with, that play in that game that, you know, that was their first action of preseason. So, you know, going to that game and, you know, trying to make a name for themselves and, and show that they can play at this level.
0: You know, it was a pretty impressive game by the Red Wings. I mean, you got down early, uh, and uh, but but you really came back. And, you know, obviously way too many penalties, but, you know, zero for nine on the power play uh, that the Penguins were. So the penalty kill was, was outstanding. The Red Wings were two for two in that game. Um, do you get a feel during the course of the game, and I know you're sitting on the bench there for the first half, of that, we're ready to play tonight that the momentum's there uh, do you get a is it like a collective feeling that you know we're all on our game tonight
1: yeah definitely I think um you know in the first period they you know they had a couple power plays and um you know their power play was buzzing in the first for sure um, they were moving the puck well and uh we were kind of on our heels but I um, you know I think after that first intermission we came out really strong in the second and third and I think obviously um, just like any kind of fan can see it from the from the crowd, you can obviously see the momentum changes and um, you know there's a lot of, a lot of block shots in that game and um, you know I think that definitely helped um, you know the kind of the morale of the team and um, yeah I thought uh, I thought the way that the guys played was uh, was really good and inspirational, which uh, you know obviously gave us more uh, more effort and, and uh, you know got out of there with uh, with the win.
0: Now, what's going through your mind because you're used to playing a full game and, you know, obviously at this point of the season, training camp and all that, sometimes goaltenders are split certainly, especially early on in the preseason. Are you sitting there saying, oh, my gosh, you, you know, do you want to get in? Not that you're saying, oh, God, I you know, I'm going to face the Penguins and they're just, uh, you know, I, I don't want to blow the lead or anything like that. What goes through, what are you thinking on the bench knowing that eventually you're going to get in this game?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's tough, you know, warming up and you know being ready for a game and then sitting there for half of it, you know, you kind of get cold. And but you know, obviously being on the bench, you know, I think I say engage into the game and you know you just try and get out there and you know get around, moving around a bit. You know, kind of just like I said, you know, take it in stride and you know take it shot by shot. So obviously, yeah, going before before it hopping in the net. I was hoping the first one would be a nice one into the chest for sure, just kind of get me feeling the puck, but. Um, yeah, I think, you know, obviously just, it's another game and, um, you know, if I'm going in colder or or not, um, you know, I think I just got to go in there and, you know, if I'm playing my game and I'm taking up the net and and tracking the puck, I'm going to be making the saves.
0: Now, when did they tell you that you were going, that, that, that you were the second goalie and Victor Bratstrom was going to be the first one or did you guys, I I know this is, you know, I'm, I'm being a a little bit of a jackass here, Sebastian. I mean, do you guys didn't flip for it? Right.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They, uh, they just told us the night before. And, um, you know, obviously knowing that information, you kind of, you know, you don't get ready any differently, but, um, you know, I've seen, you know, uh, beforehand. So, um, they told us the night before.
0: So, you know, you, you, you played very, very well. Both of you did really, both you and Victor played, uh, uh, played very, very well. I believe that you had, uh, uh, you made 11 out of the 11 saves out of 12 shots. And I think he was like 18 out of 19 or something. So really good effort from the back end. Um, what I'm, I guess I'm really kind of curious about is that, and, and everybody here in Detroit talked about it. And I, I guess the announcers, cause we only got the Pittsburgh feed were saying, uh, and I'm going to bring up a, you know, a moment that, you know, forgive me here, uh, uh, Sebastian that, uh, uh, Brian Russ' goal that he scored on you. He's a local kid. He's from the Detroit area. Uh, played hockey at Notre Dame. Um, did you know that he you had the top, a little bit of a, the the top corner? Did you and you tried to poke the puck away from him, right? And then he just roofed it on you. And people were saying, "Welcome to the NHL." Do you feel that that was a welcome to the NHL moment for you?
1: That's <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um... I mean, yeah, I, I went into my R.V.H. there and, um, you know, I think, you know, looking back at it and obviously being able to see video, um, you know, my hips were, were a little down and, um, obviously yeah, I didn't have that, that top short side covered. Um, you know, and then, yeah, he, he made a quick play to his back end and then I thought he was going to cut to the middle of the ice. So I was, I was getting ready to poke check, which obviously my, my chest fell down a little bit farther and, and, uh, you know, that short side was open, but, um, you know, welcoming NHL, it was, uh, it was definitely a nice goal. Um, by, by a pretty skilled player for sure. So, um, you know, take it, take it as you will, I guess. <laughs> now, when,
0: now when that happens to you, do you go like, are you swearing? Do you go, Oh man, I should have seen that coming. Or do you go, like you kind of just did like tip your cap to the opposition and, and wait for the face off.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, um, obviously you know, just being confident in myself, you know, I think I can stop every shot. So, you know, I think, you know, especially looking back at video and stuff, you know, there's definitely stuff I could have done differently to, you know, to give myself a better chance to stop the puck. So, you know, I think there's always improvement and development that you can do to stop the puck. But, you know, yeah, obviously it was a nice goal. And, you know, obviously at that point in the game, I had just hopped in and, you know, you let a goal in, you know, at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do after it. So, you know, just... Like you said, get ready for the next faceoff and, and uh, you know, just be ready for the next shot.
0: You know, you're playing with this team, essentially some of these players, maybe even for the first time. Does someone come over and try to settle you down, say anything to you? Or do they just kind of read like, oh, wow, I, I'm not going near Seabass here. He's pissed or something, you know, so I'm going to just, you know, he'll, he'll figure it out.
1: No, definitely. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, I think the bets that we did have in the game um you know i thought they did an excellent job you know especially even even the staff you know beforehand um you know just talking to us you know obviously it's our our first game but at the end of the day it's it's hockey you know it's uh what we've been doing for our whole life so um you know yeah there was a, a couple of guys that that had talked to me especially you know even after that goal and um, you know he's he's a 30 goal uh scorer in the nhl so um you know he's he's got a couple of good moves in his pocket and Um, You know, he's done that, uh, you know, against some of the best goaltenders in the world. So, uh, you know, (laughs) yeah, kind of like you said, you know, just. Don't hang my head and um yeah, like like I said earlier, just you know, just be ready for the next shot.
0: Right. Well, you do you do you have a mental picture of each shooter or everybody? Do you have uh you know, like some pitchers have? uh And, and I always equate pitching and goaltending is the same for some reason that they have a book on batters. You know, he likes this or he hit a home run off me here. Bam, 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 bam. Now, do, will you know that Brian Russ maybe when he's bearing down on you has a tendency to go to a backhander? Or do you just, it's, is it more instinctual for you?
1: Um, you know, I think it's, you know, every, every play is different. Um, you know, the, whatever they kind of have available is what they're going to take. And, um, you know, as a goalie, you kind of, you know, you have to read off them and let them make the first move. So, um, you know, I think, yeah, kind of you, you know what they like to do. And, and um, you know, I think just playing against them, uh, you kind of pick up on their tendencies. But, um, you know, I think every kind of play has, has something else uh, to offer
0: is there a tendency maybe you don't want to overthink it or think too much? He thinks, I think, so therefore I think I'm going to do this. Cause he thinks that, you know what I mean? And before you know it, you've confused yourself, you know, you're like, I, I don't even know what I'm thinking about anymore. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, does that kind of happen or, 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 or again, do you, 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 you try to maintain, but you know, human beings are emotional in that, you know, sometimes you, you do you have to sometimes say, okay, all right, Seabass, calling your 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 nickname now. Seabass, uh, you got You got to calm down here a little bit, okay? You're overthinking it.
1: Uh, no, not not too often. Um, you know, I think you know when I when I get on the ice, you know, I'm not really thinking about much. Um, you know, I'm going out there and, and you know the game plan that I've, you know, that I've worked at so effort or so hardlessly hard at. Sorry, <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, that's all right. You know, that, that, uh, you know, that kind of just takes over. So like, like we were kind of just talking about, you know, reading off the players too much, you know, I, I don't think i do that. Um, you know, it's just going out there and, and every single game, you know, the game plan is just kind of playing my game. And, um, you know, if I'm not giving them anything to shoot at, you know, they can't score. So, um, that's kind of just the way I take it.
0: I know like last year and, you know, it, it, it's just been kind of a, you know, weird couple of years and we, I, we all know why, unless you were living under a rock and, but, uh, I, this, you seem to be, and I'm not going to call it maturity. I wouldn't lay that kind of, that, that, that kind of trip on you. Uh, but well, you, this seems to be a good experience for you. You know, they, they kind of stumbled around a little bit last year and uh, maybe you were a little bit disappointed maybe in some, some of your, uh, some of your play, but this, from the prospects tournament on, you seem to have finally, um, and I hate to say comfort level, but have a better understanding of exactly what you're about to get yourself into, which is an NHL career.
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, just kind of the experiences I've taken with me so far in my, in my young career. um, You know, I think the people I've had around me as well, um, you know, obviously just, I think, you know, just looking back at the prospects tournament, you know, obviously just being there last year was, was a good experience. And, you know, I took, took what I could from that, um, you know, experience and, you know, brought in again, to me with me this year and um, you know I felt more comfortable in that there and um, obviously you know with camp as well um, you know the same thing so um, you know I've been around some uh, some great players with uh, you know some good insights and um, I think the staff here has uh, helped me a lot as well Um, kind of just easing me into it and and obviously uh, putting in a lot of hard work uh, in the summer here in Detroit as well um, has helped me a lot.
0: What was that experience like I mean being here for a a lot of the summer. You know, as you said, you know, you 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 know, obviously uh you were raised in uh in the Canadian prairie, shall I say. Uh mm-hmm. born in born in Hamilton, but uh, you know, you're not you know, you you visited Pittsburgh for the first time and uh you you're starting to travel a little bit, but uh, th- this whole experience and adjustments maybe that you've had to make since you've been drafted.
1: Yeah, I think um you know, personally for me, I think um, it started started very young. Um, you know, unluckily for me, um, you know, there was uh, no Triple A team in my in my hometown, so I had to start billeting when I was 13. So, um, you know, I think I'm pretty used to, to you know, just going with the flow and and uh, you know, seeing what it has to offer. And um, you know, I think I've done a good job of that. And um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of other guys here that are that are going through the first going through it for the first time, um, with me. So, you know, I think just having those guys here with me and, um, you know, kind of doing it together with them. Um, you know, I think that's uh, helped me ease into it as well.
0: Right now, you know, coming to Detroit, I mean, is it difficult? I mean, I know you have family like right across the blue water bridge and all that. So, you you know, you have, you know, you have a, a pretty nice support system, which is not that far away from you, but w- is that an adjustment or, Uh, I know you're looking forward to coming to Detroit and working out and being, you know, being at Little Caesars Arena or wherever you guys were, you know, were hanging out. But, I mean, is it it really kind of an adjustment for you? Because, you know, after all, what are you? All of 19 years old.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think obviously, um, you know, it is different for sure. Um, You know, moving moving to a different country. But, um, you know. It's uh, you know the same rules over here. It's uh, you know kind of the same society. So you know it's it's not the biggest change in the world. I would say um, you know obviously different different faces you're seeing around the lake every day. But um, you know they've they've all been good to me so far. So um, you know I've had a had a really good experience. That's uh, you know hasn't made it too uh, too painful for me.
0: Um, what was it like being here in Detroit? I mean, do you get a lot of free time, or are you just really concentrated on hockey?
1: Um yeah, obviously, you know, especially. in the – coming from the junior lifestyle when, you know, training camp is from nine AM to four PM. Most uh most days, you know, I think here coming here, you're at the rink for, you know, three hours a day. Um, you know, a lot of spare time. which obviously, you know, for the older guys, um, you know, this is their job and, you know, they have a family at home, so they want to get home and stuff. But you know, I think it's it's definitely been a change. Um, you know, one when I've taken in stride and um, you know, one that, you know, has been uh has been nice for sure. You know i think we yeah, have we we really have have had a lot of time uh alone and you know that means a lot of golfing for sure
0: real a lot of golfing now were you able to visit i, I believe the last time we talked about your family and what sarnia was is it your grandparents yep. or uh, were you yeah, able to have, see, uh, see them
1: yeah yeah i have uh, some cousins there um my grandparents on, on both sides actually and um you know a couple couple aunts and uncles there so um my my cousin actually came down for for the game last night, even though I wasn't playing. I saw him, and uh, he's also come down a couple times to go for lunch. Um, so yeah, I've I've seen the family a couple times, which has been nice. Um, especially, you know, I don't see him that much when I'm when I'm in Alberta. Uh,
0: no, uh, you know, it, I mean, well, you're really concentrating. I mean, you know, being on the Oil Kings, the Edmonton Oil Kings, uh, you know, you've you've put up phenomenal numbers. I I, I think we all know that. Uh, uh, but. Uh, I, and you know, you, you, you let, let's go to this right away here, Sebastian. You could go back to junior hockey this year as quote unquote an overager, all of nineteen. Yet you could also go to Grand Rapids. The Toledo Walleye would be a would be uh, uh, also an option for you. Um, and, and of course, we we definitely know the Red Wings are are, are your ultimate goal, and, and you will get there someday. Uh, what? You know, there's this thing going around, like, well, you know, and they name off a bunch of goalies that are in the NHL right now that all went back to junior at 19. But you've been adamant; you have said, "I want to turn pro this year." Um, How do you think that's going thus far? Do you get any indication of where you may end up?
1: Um, No, I think you know. Obviously, management uh, at the end of the day has that that final decision. um, You know, no matter you know, if I want to go back to junior or play pro, I think, you know, obviously my, my game's going to do the talking there. So, um, you know, I still, still really haven't heard anything yet. So, um, you know, just still going to take it, uh, you know, day by day going there, um, obviously trying to make a, trying to make a hockey team. So, um, you know, haven't heard much yet, but, um, you know, obviously would like to play at the the highest level of, of hockey I can, um, you know, for my development, you know, I think that's know good um, you know playing against good players and, and good shooters um so obviously like i said um management will make that decision and and you know obviously they they know what's uh, good for my development
0: you know every nhl executive i've ever talked to even those that were goalies and during their hockey careers you know they almost seem hesitant to comment on that specific position the goaltending position so when you have interaction i, I who exactly on the red wings is, do you talk to or is telling you things? Uh, I, I mean, is, is it, is it coach LaLone or you talk to Ben Simon? Is it Phil Oser, or, or, um, Alex, uh, uh, Westland, the new, the new goaltending coach, I mean, or, or is it a combination of all of them?
1: Um, yeah, the, the top three have been, uh, Phil Oser, um, Alex Westland and, and Brian Wilson Mahoney. Oh um, yes. Out of Grand Rapids, the goalie coach there. So, um, you know, Like you said, it's it's definitely a special position, and um, you know I think the the management has kind of left the experts uh, up to that and left them up to uh, you know my kind of development. So um, those three I've been um, you know working with the most.
0: What what do they actually tell you? Is it more strategy? Do they? I'm sure they want to get to know you, and you, you you know you you form like a bond, which is obviously a professional bond, but I think there has to be a little bit of a. Uh, a friendship bond too, that you, 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 you have to trust each other or you know that they have your best interest at heart. They're just not a coach.
1: No, exactly. And I think, yeah, kind of, like I said, you know, goalies a, a special position, you know, obviously just two of them and, and you know, only one in that. Um, so you know, I think there's, there's less guys. And and for say a, a forward coach with, with 12 or 13 guys, he's got to look after. So, you know, I think, yeah, you do, you do make the, the relationship with the guys. And, um, you know, I think obviously just, this past summer and, and the training camp here, you know, we've we've been working on technique and um, you know stuff like that when we're on the ice together. So, um, you know, yeah, obviously those guys are, you know, we all all want the same thing at the end of the day, and um, you know, I I'm the one at the end of the day who has to put the work in to to get there, but they uh, they're definitely doing everything they can to to help me get there. You
0: know, currently the Red Wings have six goaltenders um, um, uh, still in camp and. Uh, I, I have, have there been some relationships that you were a, able to forge? I mean, it, it, everything's so new. It's a new coaching staff and people are, players are trying to get used to that. Billy Huso is here after being acquired, uh, when Steve traded for him in the off season, Victor Bratstrom has, has been here for a while. Um, um, Okinora was, uh, you know, won, won a gold medal for Finland in the Olympics and, uh, uh yeah, I, I, what kind of a relationship have you had? And, you know, and obviously uh, Alex and Ned is, has been here. Are you developing friendships and pointers? Do you guys share things? How is the, the goalie room, I guess, is what I'm asking.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, great. Um, you know, I think, yeah, obviously I, you know, Ned was here during the summer and, and so was I. You know, we, we went out golfing. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, obviously that relationship, we, we got on the ice once or twice. So, obviously, when we're on the ice together, you know, a little – tips here and there um and yeah you see uh you know i went out for supper with him he's he's a great guy um you know yeah we've i've spent uh spent time with with each and every one of them so um you know i think obviously you know when you're here and uh you know a new guy the the older veterans uh they know that um you know you might not know as many people so you know they've been uh, they've been reaching out and uh, lending
0: the hand for sure well you, you know I, I mean you're 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 a tall goalie I mean you're you're a tall young man you're you know you're at least six six right now uh, you know you you know what's really interesting because you look so big I'm used to seeing you in hockey equipment or playing for Edmonton and I watched the uh, the Memorial Cup uh, where where you were a standout by the way I know that uh, uh, Edmonton didn't do well I I believe you were the first team eliminated right in that in that yeah. competition which was you know, you know what it was the goaltending was there. Just let me say that. All right. And, and, and I'm not saying it because of you, Sebastian, and I'm not trying to diss any of your teammates because, you know, they were working their tails off. It just didn't work out. That's how, that's how sports go sometime. Uh, but uh, you know, I, 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 I I'm just kind of thinking and and, and, and I, and I'm watching you play and we get this all, this all thing is, is that is 19 but you know he was you know his his first year in, in for edmonton he was 21 6 and 3 then in his second year and i know that was kind of covid related but you're 17 1 and 1 last year you're 33 9 and 3 it's like what's he going to do in junior hockey you know does he have anything else to accomplish i don't know if you can think that way but i think that that's kind of valid right that you go back to you know edmonton and you know, you, you, hell. I, I mean, you could be like forty and zero or something. I mean, you know, the way you've dominated. I mean, do you do you think there's more to accomplish at that level, even though your resume is extremely impressive?
1: Um. Yeah, I think obviously, you know, I've I've won a lot of games on on uh, you know some really good hockey teams. Um, but I mean, obviously there's, there's always something to, uh, you know, something to do. And um, obviously, you know, there's always development to, to be had and, um, you know, obviously the, the Western hockey League's is a, a good league and it's a great junior league. Um, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of top draft picks coming out of there this year as well. So um, obviously, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't say that, that I'm over the league or, or that I've done and, and accomplished everything I've wanted. Obviously I'm, I still haven't won a Memorial cup and um, you know, um, haven't won a lot of awards so you know i, I definitely wouldn't say that that uh, there's nothing left to accomplish in the league but um, obviously I've, I've had a good track record on, on some good teams for sure.
0: Well, you know, you, you really have. And, and uh, you know, in 19 playoff games last year though, I mean, these are, this is impressive. Your goals against is 1.93. Your save percentage is nine nineteen, uh, You You were 16, three and zero and you had five shutouts. So I, I mean, and that's when the, the, the cream of the crop, I mean, that's, you know, I, I've seen, you know, mostly OHL playoff games over the years. And I mean, that's high end caliber hockey. Um, so I, I would assume you have to be happy even though you were disappointed that the oil kings did not win the memorial cup but i think you have to be happy with where your game is and how it's starting to to round out i would imagine
1: yeah definitely and, and i think you know even just looking at this past summer you know even uh, my game from from the memorial cup to now i think it's changed a lot as well um you know i think there's every day there's there's strides to be made and um you know i'm i've definitely been i've been putting in the hard work um know trying to trying to develop and and we'll continue doing that um you know i think there's there's lots of things to to redefine and and um you know improving my game
0: what are the challenges of being a large man which you are at six six and you know you're going to fill out you know you'll be you know by by the time uh you know you're you, you give your hall of fame speech you could be like six eight and <laughs> maybe 300 pounds if you let yourself go, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, am just, uh, yeah, I, I, I just am, am, am kind of curious about, I I'm, I could go in and talk to you for all, all along, but I mean, this whole, um, the, the whole experience and I'm not trying to diss the Western league and all that. I mean, do you reach a point where you think to yourself and you say to yourself, Hey, um, you know, I'm ready for the next level, or do you know that I got to prove that I'm ready for the next level?
1: Yeah, I think I, I have to prove, you know, I think I've, you know, like you said, you touched on, you know, I think I've, I've had a good career in junior, but, um, you know, pros a, a whole another animal. So, um, you know, I need to show that I can compete and, you know, win hockey games at this level. And, um, you know, I think that's, you know, still, still for me to show.
0: Yeah. Yo, and, and, you know, and I was reaching it. I'm going to be honest with the audience. I, you know, I, I think everybody knows because I wasn't up at camp early on uh, that, uh, you know, I, I just got over my second bout of COVID. So I'm, I'm having a little bit of COVID fog, which is absolutely real. So, I'm asking Sebastian a question and then I'll forget it in mid in, in mid form. And I apologize to everybody, especially you, Sebastian. But so okay. if I sound like I'm repeating myself, I probably am. Uh, uh, but 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 with that said, I, I really do want to know, as a large man what challenges does the goaltending position that is unique to you because you're so tall and everyone is going to, uh to, 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 to larger goalies? Is it, is it, you know, increasing your agility, um, you know, believe it or not, maybe skating ability. What do you think you really have to work on?
1: Um, yeah, I think obviously, you know, skating, is something that, you know, you, you never stop working on. I um, mean, you know, I think you can always be a better skater and that's, that's so important in your game, you know, beating pucks and, um. You know. Obviously, yeah. Beating pucks and and being set on pucks. Um. Positionally wise, position wise. Um. You know. I think skating has a huge part to do with that. So I think. Obviously. Um. Yeah. I think skating is number one. And and you know. Obviously, being a big guy, you you have some bigger holes as well. So I think you know. Just. Um. You know, keeping a tight stance and and keeping your feet underneath you, which is uh, which will allow you to you know stay balanced and and over top of the puck.
0: Have you looked at like some of the pictures of older goaltenders who would wear like you know uh their, their hockey sweater would be like 18 sizes too big and you know Garth Snow used to have those deflecto shoulder pad things on and you know sticks were like gigantic uh uh or or, or do, do you do you long for those days because I mean you you are you guys are pretty compact now I mean there's nothing that you can not to get away with i'm not accusing you or goaltenders of cheating but there seems to be no advantage for the goaltending position where these guys are are taking these sticks that you know are you know the, the pucks are it's like they're being fired out of a cannon
1: yeah yeah i mean uh you know actually luckily for actually funny for me um i actually just had to switch over a chest protector at the Midsummer here. Um, when I was training here in Detroit, obviously the, the NHL specs are different. So um, you know, it's, it is stuff like that. You know, pads have a certain size, and, and everything does have a certain uh, a certain size. So you're not covering up too much too much net. But yeah, uh, 18 size is too big for me. Would a jersey would be would be nice for sure. Um, catching pucks and stuff <laughs> <laughs> really
0: you, you you'd make the save and not even know it it's it's caught in your uh in your material of your jersey but i uh, i i mean but so what is the difference is is it more streamlined is it smaller equipment at this level when you have to get up to like nhl uh, uh you know rules and regulations
1: uh, I mean, I thought, I thought they wanted more goals, which is what was the reason why. But, um, yeah. you know, I honestly, I honestly couldn't tell you, um, there's, uh, there's still enough for, for protection. And, and I guess that's all you need. Um, you know, everyone everyone's forced to, forced to do it. So everyone's kind of in the same boat, but, um, you know, obviously, Yeah. Yeah. I'm not making it easy on the goalies.
0: Yeah. I, I just don't think it's fair though. I mean, especially cause there, <laughs> there seems to be no moderation on, on sticks or that, you know, uh, You know, before you know it, you know, heaven forbid, uh, you know, these things are going to be coming off at like 300 miles an hour where it's like, hey, look, you know, we got to go to the Jetsons or something and have a robot uh, in that because, uh, you know, I don't want my arm to come off when I make a brilliant save. I I, I just think that there has to be more of a, uh, a give and take between the league and, 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 and goalies and goalie equipment. I, I, I think that you guys are very, and this is just me speaking. Uh, I think you guys are in, in a little bit. There's a little bit of a prejudice against you fellas.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, maybe if, if you want to start a, a petition for that or something, maybe right, I'll, uh, I'll sign it. But um, yeah, I'm not, not too sure what to tell you. I, uh, I just, just use what they give me and, and go out there and stop the puck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all right. I mean, other goalies like Jimmy Howard and Chris Osgood, probably Manny too. I have heard me complain about this for years, but uh, I, I just don't know. It just seems like as shooters get better equipment or, you know, sticks that are, you know, have, I don't know, rocket fuel in it or something. And, you know, and they, Oh, by the way, we're making the goalie pads smaller. And it's like, why? I mean, these guys are – I mean, you, these pucks are coming at you on, on on average. What would you say, 100 miles an hour?
1: Um, I'd say, yeah, in practice when, when the ice is clean and, and guys are shooting from, you know, top circles, they're, they're probably coming in around 75, 80 miles per hour.
0: Wow, oh, man, that's – I mean, that's pretty, pretty damn fast.
1: Yeah, it's quick for sure.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and now your reflexes. I mean, how do you – how do you work on that? I mean, who's the hardest shot that you've ever had to stop, do you think? Um,
1: you know, I think, uh, actually funny enough, um, you know, a long time ago, I think Dustin Schwartz, who, uh, who's actually the goalie coach for the Edmonton Oilers. I worked with him probably five or six summers ago, um, before my time at the Oil Kings. Um, you know, I think he, he might have one of the hardest shots I've ever seen still to this date. Um. But yeah, I mean, obviously there's there's guys here and there. Um, you know, obviously Raymond Raymond's got a hard shot. Um, you know, just thinking about guys at camp here. Um, you know, I think uh, you know sherrod has got a got a heavy shot for sure. So those, really? are, those are guys that are, yeah come to the top in my head.
0: Well, um, Kubalek really fired it the other oh, night. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, he's got a bullet
0: too. He's got yeah. a heavy shot. And yeah, and I've always thought Sadina has a good hard shot too, and you know, but uh and he actually had a really nice goal in Pittsburgh the other night as well. So yeah. uh hey, yeah, he I mean nice you're in the NHL. The I mean white too. Yeah. Oh oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Now um so what do you think the next step is, Sebastian? Do you know how many more preseason games you're gonna get into? And uh uh you know, the Red Wings have six left now, so there's still quite a few.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean um the next plan for me today is, uh, you know, have a good have a good sleep tonight, and um, you know, go go to the rink tomorrow and practice as hard as I can, and um, you know, kind of just hear and hear what they have to say. Um, you know, right now, kind of, I'm at the, the mercy of them, and um, you know, just going like I said, just going to the rink and, and working hard. Um, you know, that's kind of all I can do right now. So um, hopefully hopefully get into another game, but you know, if not, that's obviously their decision. So kind of, like I said, obviously the management makes those decisions and um, all my job is to go to the rink and and work hard and get better every day.
0: You know, how difficult is it though? I mean that, and you know, and I know how professional sports works, God knows I've covered it long enough, uh, but you know, to, are you glad that there's a, a bit of an uncertainty? Do you feel that you are in control of your own destiny?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I am, um, you know, if I go out there and, and don't let a puck in, um, you know, it's, that's, uh, it's going to give me a pretty good chance, but uh, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, like you said, um, you know, it's professional sports. It's something that I've been dealing with, you know, since minor hockey, when they've, they've made cuts, um, you know, you, you never had a, a say then and, and you sure as heck don't have one now. So um, I think, you know, just like I said, um, you know, just going day by day and, and you know, letting them make uh, the decisions. So,
0: yeah. I know that, uh, uh, as you said, you have a lot of guys, especially, and that's why the prospects tournament is so good because most of those guys are in a very similar situation. That you are, I, I would assume that almost everybody that plays in the prospects tournament has not appeared in a regular season NHL game. I think that used to be a rule, but they changed the rule so much, I'm not sure anymore. But um, that, uh, but you know, obviously you you have teammates, and you know you were on a high end Edmonton team, and they're playing all over the league. Do you compare notes? Do you talk to these guys? Even though I guess in you know, someday you're going to be in competition against one another in the ice, but you have, you know, relationships that go back to hell might go back to, uh, you know, to 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 Alberta. You guys were little peewees or something together. Um, have you been able to, you know, kind of um, talk to somebody and and see how they're going through it? And if it's similar to what you're going through, they being, I don't know, in Chicago or wherever and you being here in
1: Detroit. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially, you know, being on the team that I was last year. Um, you know, there's there's some guys that, that have real possibilities of, of cracking the NHL lineup this year. Um, you know, Jake Neighbors in mm-hmm. St. Louis, um, Caden Gooley in Montreal, and, and you know, even who knows with, uh, you know, what Arizona is going to do with Dylan Gunther. So, um, you know, I think, yeah, there's there's a lot of guys that, have, that are still at camp now and, and that have went to camp this past year. So, um, you know, definitely a lot of guys sharing uh, their experiences and, and kind of just talking about, um, you know, the camp itself.
0: Well, you you know, do you find that that it doesn't matter where 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 these fellows are at, that uh, they're experiencing the same thing as you, that that no matter what, all the camps are essentially the same because hockey, as you've said, you know, earlier in, in the podcast, hockey is hockey, and uh, you know, and and we're hockey players, so we all kind of get it.
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, at the end of the day, every every organization is trying to. You know whether it's development camp or, or main camp they're they're trying to make their players better and um you know their team better so i i think we're at the end of the day we're, we're all kind of doing the same things but um you know i think the only difference is uh is the fitness testing around around different teams some teams have it have it harder than others for sure
0: how was your fitness testing
1: uh it was good. <laughs> um we had a we had an on-ice cardio which which was a bit of a bagger but other than that uh, no off-ice cardio for us which is nice. Uh, the, the,
0: that's good. So uh I I I now want to change change subjects and we're, we're almost done um is that last year when you were on the podcast I guess you were actually in Edmonton I think when we did when we did it, it was during the winter time I remember that and uh, you were telling me that your your nickname is Seabass. That it, is it still on it's still on your uh, on on your gear, right on your uh, on your uh, uh, hockey helmet mask, whatever they're called today. Yeah.
1: Yep. It
0: it's, and it's S E A B A S S, and is it capital S and capital B? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, Art, you can spell it however you want to. Um, I I never. I think you know there's a couple different ways to spell it. So, so how do you uh, have like it spelled? I mean, uh, I, I don't. I think it's. I think I have it that. I think it's S E A B A S S.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, like, kind yeah. of that. That that seems to make the most sense to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Me
0: too. And, and I know that your your brother first started calling you this, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's did actually at a at a young age, and, and it's kind of followed me around without uh, even me telling people. Um, you know when I went, uh, when I made the move from Fort Murray to Force Ask it, it followed me there without me even, uh, telling anyone actually, which is funny. Now
0: I, I and I know, and you know, and I don't want to, you know, certainly throw a wedge between families here, you and your brother, uh, last year in the course of me asking you about nicknames, because, uh, you know, the boss man, Andrew Kristoff, uh, said, well, you know, he's sea bass, he's sea bass. You got to ask him about sea bass. And, I kind of came up with a nickname for you, too, which you reminded me about. I have to be honest. I kind of forgot about it. I know that I did, but I wasn't sure. I came up with a nickname, which makes absolutely no sense for you. And you told me, even on that podcast, that I could call you this, but only I could call you this. I came up with the doctor. And the reason I did, and you kind of like my reasoning here, is because it makes absolutely no sense at all. And people will always say, well, why is he called the doctor? But no one knows, which I think is a competitive advantage for you.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think you, yeah. Yeah. If you want to call me the doctor for for that reason, um, I'm not going to stop you.
0: Yeah. But how about if I start calling you the doctor here in Detroit, that could catch on and people could start calling you the doctor and people are then going to ask you. Why, why do you call yourself the doctor? What, I mean, do you, or do you, are you just going to say that's kind of personal? That would right. even, that would even build onto the mystery and even probably make you that more like of an enigma, you know, an enigma off and on the ice. Sebastian Cosa, the doctor. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, that I think it be makes an ad sense. Right there.
1: Yeah, that can be an, ad. I don't know. Whatever you want. If you want me to tell them people that, that you gave me the nickname <laughs> or, uh. Or if I'm keeping it uh, an enigma, um, <laughs> I, <I'll talk laughs> I can I can whatever I can roll with whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, punch you want to throw.
0: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure at this point. Why don't we just keep it? Even though this is a public podcast, certainly, uh-huh. it'll just be between you and me. Uh, and let's see uh, let's see how it plays out because I think I like the idea that you're the doctor and no one knows why. I think that that actually is the way we should go on that. And I do not want your brother to hate me, though. I mean, maybe on occasion we can let a sea bass or two slip in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that works. That works. (laughs) All right.
0: All right. All right. The doctor or doctor. Doctor. I think it had to do something with me asking you because I know that you enjoyed school. We did talk about that. And oh, I, I was yes. wondering that you know maybe someday you would get your PhD and become a doctor. Be, <laughs> you'd be Doctor Kosa. I'm pretty sure
1: that's where it came from. Yeah, I, I'm positive it was not that. Um, <laughs> it was it was surgical. I don't know. It was I think it was something to do with some surgical, but it, it definitely was not with me going back to school and doing my doctor's uh, PhD. I can I can promise you that. Well, really, you
0: could you could get a P you could get a PhD in like motion science or something or phys Ed. Uh, I mean,
1: I mean, yeah, who knows? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. That's uh, that's that's down the line for me. Yeah. Too far in the future.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It's it's way too far in the future. But, you know, but but I can't wait. I'll be at, uh, you know, when you get into the Hockey Hall of Fame, I'll be there, though. And I'll be screaming, okay. doctor! I'll be really old, though, Sebastian. I'll be really old. But it'll be okay. like, I, I called him the doctor way back when. He's the doctor. And people will say, yeah, throw this old man out, man. Yeah. uh uh-huh. But uh, but anyway, okay. I, you know, I I thank you for bearing with me because uh, um, I, I am really having some issues here with my mind today, and I don't know exactly what it is. But uh, uh, but uh, I do appreciate it, Sebastian. You know I root for you. I really do. Uh, when you were drafted by the Red Wings, you were so freaking happy. I was happy for you, and uh, and then we talked for like 25 minutes at that point, and. Uh, you know, no one has ever forgiven me. They're still upset with me for keeping you that long. So uh, um, that's all right. Yeah, right. well, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was exactly. good. I mean, you know, you're, you're, it you're, you're Yeah, it was. It was. you know, and and you know, the first time we talked, you had never crossed the Blue Water Bridge, and you have done that now.
1: Yep, that's true. Yep. That's sure And I, I did tell you I was going to build you a cabinet um but yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know that's right yeah uh, you know, and i really could use one i really could so uh <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, in your spare that. time because you don't have enough going on in your life right now i expect a cabinet by christmas is, is it yeah i mean it's we'll only see,
1: yeah. we can see yeah we'll see what i can do
0: okay, okay well th- thank you sebastian as always sebastian you know i uh, i wish you nothing but success and the best and. Uh, you know, no matter where uh, where you end up playing, I'm definitely going to come and h- and and hound you a, a couple of times a year. So, uh, uh, but uh, you know, Red Wing fans are ecstatic that you're a Red Wing number one, number two. I think that you know your personality and stuff. You people have just gravitated to you. You already have a huge following here uh, uh, with um, among Red Wing fans, and uh, you know, I look forward to the d- day that uh, you are a Detroit Red Wing because it's going to be a great day not only for you and your family and you've worked your ass off to get there, but I think for everybody because you, my friend, are going to be a very special player. Thank you very much.
1: Appreciate it, Art. Thanks very much. Appreciate that.